0: For whom the bell tolls. That time again, decoholics deekheads. welcome and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening. This is episode 56 of the Deacon and Co. Show, 9-11-2021, and uh day in history, American history especially, that will never be forgotten. For all of our fallen heroes and people that suffered in that day. It was uh, very tragic 20 years ago. And I can't believe it's already been 20 years. And I remember exactly where I was on that day. I was sitting in English class and got the announcement over the loudspeaker. And uh, I was just puzzled at that point to realize that that how fucked up this world really is. But before I introduce my co-host for today... I want to take a minute here and honor the fallen and, again, thanking everyone who was involved in this. Uh, everybody was impacted in a negative way uh, with this situation, but the first responders uh, of New York, FDNY and NYPD, who gave their lives to go into the buildings that were, you know, that were tragically struck down and uh, they did, you know, up and beyond what a hero is expected to do in this world and and. I thank them all for that. Yeah, uh, Jimi Hendrix always brings a tear to my eye. And uh, it's one of those situations where I, the Canadian, <laughs> uh, find myself in the older years of my life, uh, more patriotic and I love this country. And, uh, you know, wouldn't have it any other way than to have Jimi Hendrix help us out there. Woodstock edition there live for you guys, a little clip there. But my co host for the day, Nay. Uh, good evening, good morning. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's life? Football is back.
1: Football is back. Feeling good. Let's do this.
0: Feeling good. Feeling all right. Feeling all in the right. Uh little little different uh, you know, tone there with the nine eleven entrance there for us normally that we usually do. War song for whom the bell tolls, absolutely. Uh different type of war song celebrating the independence here, but uh, do you remember where you were in nine eleven, what you were doing, like, when you heard the news first?
1: Yeah, we watched this. We were in high school. Yeah. And uh, my teacher took us into the computer room and we watched the news coverage.
0: I don't want to say this out loud, but you were in high school. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> just just, just saying. Just saying. I was a sophomore tragically yeah tragic day um i i know only two people that uh were involved actually in the death toll well, everyone of the
1: was affected in some exactly absolutely exactly. i remember a total kind of chaos that day because kids were getting pulled from school by their parents there was rumors around of what's going to happen next like yeah. how people how the country is going to retaliate yeah. a lot of a lot of conversations
0: i'm going to make a lot
1: of sad moments yeah. Something that I had never thought I would experience in my lifetime.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that was just the first of it. Um, uh, You know, the first of everything that uh started. Yeah, that we went through with the yeah. Boston Marathon and, you know, everything else that led up after that, the other Pentagon and whatever else that, you know, went on that day. But, you know, never forgotten fallen heroes, disposable heroes, whatever you want to call them. But everybody who was involved, thank you for that. I'm going to make two Die Hard references in this in this show. The first one being that that day that you just pointed out being chaos 20 years ago. Already, again, I mentioned it earlier, 20-year anniversary today. Not an anniversary that we want to remember, uh, but never forgotten, okay? But it was like Die Hard 3 or Die Hard with a Vengeance, where Simon calls up Elvis Duran and tells him there's a bomb in the school in New York City. The chaos, the phone lines, everything in my school... And that was middle school
1: yeah.
0: was in an uproar like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was, it was a scary situation. What did my parents do? They said, your fucking ass is staying yeah, in school. I think, I'm <laughs> I think
1: I was in you, school until you, the end of the
0: day. I am. I am the only person. I mean...
1: You're probably one of the safest places to be in school, to be honest with you.
0: Absolutely. I'm one of the only people that had to have finished in the top 100 of my class that spent half my time suspended and the other half just not going to school. I just, you know, it it is what it is. But uh, moving forward with that, Nate, we got some Met news going on. Of course, we always got Met news and a lot of big things happening with Met. And now you're starting to see uh, why real Metallica fans get upset because all we've heard all week is about what?
1: The, the black album.
0: I'm I, sorry, uh, I speak not uh, there. But not a pro- not a problem. Album. A black album. I
1: mean, the black album has a super sized black album.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, all like, of the
1: hundreds of hours of oh. listening to the black album.
0: One of the things that we want to bring up is what happened last night. We're going to talk about it in just a second because of what went down. But walking into a studio on Thursday. One day before the black album is about to get remastered, and if you guys listen, if you want to spend the money, I'm not going to tell you not to spend the money. I'm just going to say that I'm not going to go out and spend my own money to buy this because I have the album uh nay what was some of the cool shit that was in that box set that you saw the original copy of the original lyrics that james yeah. wrote down um just magazine, all, uh, covers. magazine covers that they were in um hundreds of uh, album uh, hours of music like Nay said behind vinyl. the scenes vinyl cd everything it's definitely worth the 180 dollars. i'm not going to say that with the, the memories and what you will get from that and at first i said to myself well you know that i'm going to get these But just not now. And the first one I would have to start with was not B-Black Album, but the shit in there was pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to lie. Went on Jimmy Kimmel like I... I, uh, Well, I didn't say that yet, but now. Yeah, last night. Went on Jimmy Kimmel. Thursday, walking into a studio for Howard Stern. Big thing here. You're walking into this, and who is there?
1: Elton John and Miley Cyrus.
0: When Elton John says that Nothing Else Matters is one of the greatest songs ever written... It, the band said alive on Jimmy Kimmel that their hairs were standing up for have Elton John say something like that,
1: yes, pretty big time,
0: yeah, uh unbelievable, uh, you know, really, really, just Not that crazy they
1: need the reassurance, I think it's just honorable to hear that from someone who's written their music the whole life
0: absolutely and 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 the great the great thing about that i mean and and me, I made the joke like, oh, Elton, you didn't write all of those songs as burning, but Realistically, he had to have some part in the tweaking, and if something needed to sound yeah, right I mean, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, the, the the thing is here is, for me, to have this happen, you know, the Black Album getting remastered and whatnot, Met did some cool stuff with Metallica t-shirt day yesterday as well, being that if you posted a picture of you with your favorite Metallica t-shirt or memory or whatever, they uh, give you a chance to win a free box set uh, of Black Album, which is really cool. Re- really nice of the band to do that. Um Again, Howard Stern, blown away from that performance. Miley Cyrus, not uh, the greatest rendition of it live, but uh, she did a great job. Uh, It's very difficult to cover Metallica songs, and especially with these artists that, that were invited to do so. Uh it was it, it was sounds really like
1: it was a shit show. They just were like, Here, we're gonna send this out to anyone and everyone who wants to do it and pretty much no one said no.
0: No one said no, and it's because anybody who has been touched or influenced by Metallica, uh, we will give an update. Well, I'm about halfway through it now. There are about fifteen renditions of Nothing Else Matters. I guess in a sense it really is a nice song. But it was the song for the fans.
1: I still like that song.
0: I I still do like the song. It's not that I don't like it. I just have heard the song too many times. Like, you know, if if I were to go to a concert and not hear Nothing Else Matters, I'm not going to leave that concert upset. But I know it's never going to happen. So, um, with that being said... Jimmy Kimmel interviewed them, not only interviewed them, they did a little prank in the beginning of it where they were reading one-star yeah, reviews.
1: Things. Reading bad tweets or reading one-star reviews, things of that nature. Yeah, a
0: lot of people upset with Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he, I did notice that in last night's episode, because I did watch the whole episode, uh, he did interview Metallica for about 10 to 12 minutes before they performed uh, Wherever I May Roam, which was a great surprise for me, because I thought for sure it was going to be sad but true. So, it was definitely a pleasure to hear that. And, Nay, we noticed that the band looks great, except for James. looks old.
1: Yeah, James looks
0: tired. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're going to get to see him 13 days away. Woohoo. And And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Are we going to hear Wherever I May Roam? Yeah, pretty sure we are. Uh, no. <laughs> uh <laughs> Pretty sure we are. <laughs> but uh, it's it's one of those situations, Nay, where, yeah, obviously the band's getting older and, and knowing that, you know, the time. Oh, it's kind of uh,
1: hard to go all the way east coast to west coast.
0: That is true too. Uh, you know, to well last night they were what they were in L. A. last night. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, they
1: were in New York like a day before. Yeah.
0: So uh, Maybe that. He did not sleep. Yeah, definitely a little jet lag there. Uh, good point bringing that up. Um, so, you know, when it comes down to the best being the best, the recognition of the fans and the artists that are fans of these guys. Uh, unbelievable, man! It really is uh warming to see this. Happened, uh, you know, with all these all people, the that, yeah, uh, of of this album especially, you know, and, and because of the
1: Metallica album, yeah, that the was later called Black.
0: yeah, I I I never knew about it that it was originally called Metallica. I just called it Black too. I never heard anybody else say it, but I just started calling it Black too, and I'm just like, oh, all right, that's off Black, and then all of a sudden. I hear people coming out of the woodwork. I mean, I know I wasn't the first one to say it, but, you know, for for me using that term, uh, I was the first person that started using that term or whatnot. But, anyway, looking forward to seeing some Metallica. Definitely going to be crazy. If you guys want to check out the interview that they did on the uh, Late Show with Jimmy Kimmel, really great interview, really humble, but, uh, of course... We saw that the most important two members of the band are sitting in like directors' chairs while James and Lars has the, the fucking luxury of sitting front row on there, you know, just those two clowns. But gonna be good to see them, can't wait. Uh really gonna be exciting. Uh quick uh, sports update for you guys here, alright? Uh just in case anyone forgot <laughs> uh touchdowns are back. Touchdowns are fucking back. love it gets me every time Hank Williams Jr. there uh country boy can survive just in case you didn't know Nate but uh one of the all-time greats, one of my favorite Monday Night Football songs. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the Touchdown Report season two. Now, Nay, what do you feel are the expectations for season two that we can give to the decla and Nay Holux?
1: Well, hopefully, you don't have a uh, what's his face come back. Harry
0: Doyle has been fired from the show, <laughs> just so right, you could sorry. just so you guys know. Harry Doyle went on and, and made a, some bold predictions uh, oh, for for baseball season uh off air and there was a bunch of problems there and some
1: buckies came after
0: him. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but uh he definitely was out of his mind and out of his element. Hopefully we wish him well. He's back in rehab. Thank you. So uh, welcome, <laughs> Thursday night football night uh I
1: wish him well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh the endless, ageless wonder Thomas Brady comes out Monday night football, receives his ring, his seventh one, throws four touchdowns, uh Two interceptions, I'm going to say that they weren't his fault. I'm I'm not going to side with the guy always, but Leonard Fournette tips the ball up in the air. Dallas defense looked a little impressive. Dak, uh, and the Cowboys would have won this game. If you remember back on the touchdown report, I told you, see this. you can't talk about a man like that. She gets upset. You see that? I I, I went and said take Dallas with the points. Uh, Tampa Bay did not cover the spread. They won by two on a last-second field goal. In this game, the Dallas kicker missed a couple of huge kicks that would have given them the win. Uh But – Leaving Tom Brady with too much time, uh-huh. You don't want to do that.
1: Yep, never want to
0: do that. Weapons on this team. This team is scary. This week one issue in Tobacco with Dallas of giving up the twenty nine points, it's gonna stop. It's conditioning. Uh a lot of I expect a lot of big so points we a lot this of week. Makeup. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of big points this week, uh for the NFL. And uh just a reminder for you guys, we got the uh, battle of the birds, the Eagles are going to Atlanta. Uh Pittsburgh Steelers are playing the Buffalo Bills. L.A. Chargers are on the road versus the Washington Deadskins. New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. 49ers are coming, I guess, Central to play the Lions. Jags are going to play Houston Texans. If you guys remember back that is going to be my lock of the week over 44 and a half, absolutely. Uh Seattle Seahawks are playing the Indianapolis Colts. Arizona Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans are going to square off in Nashville. Cleveland Browns are going on the road. Best game of the week here. Kansas City Chiefs going to be a great one. Chiefs are going to pull it out at home. Dolphins on the road to open up in New England, division rivals there. Green Bay Packers are going to be playing the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans, Denver Broncos are going on the road to play the New York Giants in the Giants' home opener. Chicago Bears and the L.A. Rams will end the night and end game day one, or game day two, rather, of week one as we go to Monday night, where this game, the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders of Oakland, uh, I thought was going to be a different game, but now today we learn learned that two of the members of the Baltimore Ravens, their running back and their star corner, are both done for the year with ACL injuries. What do you do on that aspect? uh you fire the fucking trainer. Nice. There's no reason why two guys in the same practice should have torn ACLs. Raiders take that game now.
1: That's scary.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Raiders, and, and they're going to call it an upset. It's not going to be an upset. The Raiders are going to win that game. Uh, that being said, a lot of college action today, guys. If you're into that, not going to get into the whole list. There's about five million teams there. But uh, 13th. The one
1: division.
0: 13th. You're right. 13th of October, we got hockey coming back, the snowball effect is coming, I'm telling you, so just imagine a a three-headed monster, okay, football season comes, and then it's like, oh, okay, starting to sweat a little bit, hockey comes, now she's getting impatient, basketball comes, she loses her fucking shit, but now, we added a fourth-headed monster, because in 13 days, as I mentioned, it's now concert season, there you go, we added a new one to the list. Moving forward now, topic number two here, guys. Uh, Netflix series Untold Stories. Now uh, we watched all of these. You said season one is done. I waited till the season was done uh, over. Spoke. Well,
1: we've talked about one of them.
0: Talked right? about one of them, which which I was gonna say is my favorite, Mouth but it's so tough because the other ones were so great and so captivating. Uh, Marty Fish was the last one with the tennis guy. Yeah. Really great story about a guy who was uh, having really tough time being a superstar. Couldn't handle the stress, couldn't handle the hype, couldn't handle the anxiety, and he almost died from it. Yes. And uh, retired, came back, and he was now the coach of Team USA Tennis. And, and all this good shit happened to him, and well-deserved. He put the work in. And uh, if you guys check these things out, they're about an hour and 20 minutes each. Really, it's a good, it's a good watch. Uh, also, again, we brought up Malice at the Palace uh, it was one of my favorite ones on there. Caitlyn Jenner story. Bruce Jenner, and nobody realizes if they didn't live it. You know, a lot of our fans are, you know, in the age range that did not live Bruce Jenner. Um, great athlete. Really great things that he did for the Olympics and trained and did all that stuff. Great story behind him. Support her, Caitlyn Jenner. Brave, great thing that she did to come out and give the other people inspiration and, uh, you know, to, to be okay. To be, you know, transgender and do these things. I think it's a great movement. And sure, I'm all for support in any way that I can. Uh, the Christy Martin one was another good one about the boxer undercard for Tyson, best female boxer that ever lived. Definitely check it out.
1: One of the first boxers on national television as
0: a female, which was great. And and it's, I mean, a lot of times that you'll sit there and you'll watch a fight or you'll do this or whatever the situation may be, right? You think about it from, you know, a perspective here of now you're turning around and Female fighters are coming in. You're getting six rounds, right? You still got to walk the walk, talk the talk, train your ass off. And this girl would come in and start knocking people out. Girl had an iron jaw. And I don't know if you guys remember Christy Martin. Really great story uh, told. But it was a happy ending for her. But really was not a good story for her in yeah, and her and whole career. And, horrible. Yeah, horrible the way she was treated. The way, just crazy. But uh, the last one was uh, about the
1: minor um, uh, league teams. trashers in connecticut
0: yeah and it was really crazy because mobster bought the team for his son who broke his leg or had some problem with his leg that could never play hockey again and uh you know it was really just you know a fun event for him just to you know do this for his kid and
1: married his love of wrestling with his love of hockey and it was a lot of fights a lot right. of fights
0: they paid people under the table to take other players out, but the crazy thing was that the team they was were actually paying good for paying. yeah they they were actually really a good squad. I mean, they had a lot of enforcers on there, of course, you know, and enforcers are still a part of the game, and as much as the uh you know the uh i guess critics you would say or the other teams would complain about this or whatever the situation is hockey is a uh, uh, you know a big part of hockey is of fighting. Course. And physicality, and, and if I broke this down for you guys many times, uh, football is, for me, it's it's more of a mental game. Basketball, more of a mental endurance kind of 50-50 split. But when it comes to hockey, you have to be in top physical shape on top of knowing your hockey IQ. So for me, 70-30, physical to mental. Uh, Football, you could go 60-40. Uh, it's either way, but, you know... You can't argue the facts of what's going on and really uh with enforcers uh trying to remove them from the game as it, as we've seen over the last x amount of years, this is a dying breed and and seeing the fights go down and all the from the i mean tally up and 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 I'll do it for you guys when hockey season comes with the goals and all that shit to tally it up but Tally up the number of fights that have ever been over the last five years, and I can guarantee that the Four prior 60 year before the last five, there were more yeah, and it, it combined. Yeah, it's, it's Just crazy that, to go on that. But also thing.
1: that episode kind of showed that, of course, the minor league teams were doing better, and he got more exposure because the NHL was uh, boycotted. Yeah. They're, the union of it, right? Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, there was some type of issue going on, and then they were playing um, – there was a bit of a strike for X amount of time, and then they were hiring Mike Rupp, was one of the enforcers that played for many teams in the uh, Atlantic Division, including the Penguins, the Rangers, the Devils. Real tough guy. And when they turned around and when they brought him in, uh, now look at that. He was scoring every game. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like you playing the Pee Wees. You know, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, it, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. You know, but- my... <laughs>
1: But they're saying that there's going to be a volume two of Untold
0: Stories. Yeah, and I can't wait because this really was something that was enjoyable to watch and, you know, on a different day, uh, you know, I like to watch a lot of real-life documentary stuff like that. True crime is cool uh, to a certain extent, but half these fucking people don't know how to get away with these crimes, so it really pisses me off. The same thing with that show Intervention, one of my favorite shows. I laugh at these people and it's not nice, but I laugh at them because they go on there and they say how they're addicted to drugs and I look and they have, like, how the fuck is it? possible to spend 1500 dollars a day and computer duster where where are you where are you getting 1500 dollars a day to spend on computer duster Gosh. You you know what i mean you're not working your your brain's in fucking psychosis you're sucking in fumes it's almost as bad as formaldehyde or or fucking uh you know the shit that they fucking use you for embalming fluid with you know i i mean it's just really just it's insane Uh, Moving forward with that, though, Nay is going to bring us into our Genius of the Week already. Quick show for everyone today. Uh, Genius of the Week is a football-related show. It's a a genius that happened a while back, and this is a rare occasion when Nay is a witness to this Genius of the Week. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings with some people, and we were watching a bunch of football games, uh, college football and hockey. And uh, the crazy thing about this was, I've been saying this for years so there's certain Buffalo Wild Wings locations where I'm sure that you guys would know that you've been to a restaurant or something that's maybe inside of a mall or a shopping strip or something like that where there's glass and the logo is there in yellow and white. And why they're putting white on clear glass is just a little odd to me because it just looks weird. But So Nay and I are sitting there in the middle of a conversation and uh, we're watching this woman just literally walk right toward us, and I'm looking around, I'm like, you know, the place is pretty packed, so this is obviously pre-COVID, and we're just sitting there, and I'm looking around, and this fucking wombat, and they walks right into the glass door, bops herself from the fucking head, shakes it off like she's in a video game, and proceeded to walk right to the door again, bop again! Not only did you fucking bop yourself once, you retard, but now you did it again! And, hate to use that word, sorry, fucking punish me for it later, uh, Decaholics, but... You got to be fucking the mental midget to turn around and realize that you're doing something like that. This is an older woman, okay? She's not fucking 90 where she's you know, needs assistance or something like that. She's I mean, I don't know if she had a couple of drinks or not, but, dude, what happened, Nay? Yeah, I had to put, Nay had to put her hand over my mouth. I couldn't stop laughing. I've never seen something like that it's so fucking funny in my life. Genius of the week, football story for you guys because we got hand in hand here. Uh, excited. I hope you guys are... Going to enjoy opening Sunday tomorrow. It's really going to be great. And if you haven't got a chance to check out the Touchdown Report and everything that goes along with it, be sure to do so. New episode for you guys on Thursday, week two. That would be season two, week two. I like that. Uh, going in here today, to rapids. Watching this game the other night, Tom Brady, four new commercials. <laughs> Uh, Brady commercial, subway commercial, e-commerce commercial, uh, video game commercial, uh, <laughs> you name, you name it. Tom Brady's doing it. Uh, I think it was a T-Mobile commercial or maybe an AT&T commercial where he him and Gronk are on the phone. Gronk says, "Brady, I'm yeah. done." Keep Bad connection. And all Brady heard was, "Let me do a press conference and say we're getting a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, and Rob Gronkowski is coming with us." Rob Gronkowski that yells to bad. his mom, okay. yeah. where's my uh pants? You know so." Weird situations going on with Brady, but uh, the best
1: be- is the, is the new Subway commercial because he really was thrown off by what the heck he was doing.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a fragrance, but it was actually him smelling a piece of bread right. or a long. Uh, yeah, very, very weird. But uh, first, uh, first off, be- best commercial of all time for uh football, it has to has to go down, uh, to our buddy Denny Green.
1: Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What did you see about the Bears uh, if we shut them down that way? No, we, you know, I mean, we, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, they're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like as, bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. <laughs> that sounds like trouble.
0: So many many commercials made off of that. There's another great one by Jim Morris Sr. Playoffs, playoffs, and I'll share that guy. I'll share that with you guys later on in the season, but. We are who they thought they were. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I, that. No, I mean, come on. You know, like, you want to crown them? Go, fucking crown them. Go ahead. You know, uh, guys referring to this game. Nobody really knows about this one. Here you go. Ready? Walking into the fourth quarter of this game, the Bears were up by 28 points. They lost the fucking game. I mean, uh, the Cardinals were up. The Bears came back. <laughs> game was in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy bad this year. Love it. Gotta love it. May, hey, rapid number two here. Uh, PlayStation Play past drama. All right. So, told you guys that PlayStation is doing a lot of things, and, and this is a, a topic I bring up because this is right in your fucking field right here.
1: My field.
0: PlayStation turned around, and they promised everybody that if they bought the games for PlayStation 4, that they would be able to trade that game in for $10, I mean, to pay $10 more and get it for the new system to have the updated graphics or whatever else the situation is, okay? So now they took away this, Nay. For 48 hours in an uproar, then they turned around and they sold half of whatever they were supposed to sell in that time frame. Marketing technique because now that all the fans are in an uproar that now you have to pay $70 instead of the 10, it went on for 2 days, they got their asses handed to them on social media and now it's back to being free. How are you competing with Xbox? I
1: don't
0: know. When Xbox is giving you a Play Pass for a monthly fee, and I brought this up to Decaholics earlier, uh, a couple episodes back, that now you have all these accessible games for one price. Why would you do that to your your loyal fans who yet? half the world doesn't have a fucking PlayStation yet because you can't mass-produce them. Oh,
1: yeah, that's the world that we live in, though. Right now, nothing can be mass-produced.
0: It's, it's it's ridiculous. Is this a marketing technique? Yeah. So they did this shit on purpose yeah. just to get people to get uproar and buy stuff. Yep. Great moves by PlayStation. Love you guys always, right? Crazy, crazy, crazy madness. Rapid number three, Nate. Just got done with this. Very, very disappointing here. Rick and Morty, Season oh, yeah, 5. Bombed. Fucking terrible. I-, I can't even give you guys an accurate description of what we watched. Um, so, I don't even know how to piece the pieces of
1: the puzzle together.
0: It's just a little too...
1: It went off the deep end, let's just say that.
0: The other stuff I can kind of see happening, if it's a cartoon, I can see it happening. This stuff, I just think that it's too unrealistic. Whatever the situation Dad, is. No, I don't
1: think they, like... The other ones had, like, storylines. This didn't have much of a storyline.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. And uh, you guys got to check it out for yourself. Sometimes you don't always have to listen to the recommendations, but we're be- we're big Rick and Morty fans. But the the thing is, is that you're not going to get these Rick and Morty from Episode 1s and 2s and 3s. Best Rick and Morty episode, hands down, Nay? Pickle Rick. No, Nothing like Pickle Rick. Everybody loves Pickle Rick. If you guys haven't seen Pickle Rick... You definitely got to see Pickle Rick. So yeah, I like the
1: one with um, all the characters.
0: Yeah, that's that's a,
1: the the aliens that like multiply yeah. and they like add their your add to your memories. Yeah. Uh, as part of your memories.
0: That was a good one too. I believe it was in the same season. Um, the the crazy thing about Pickle Rick is, and and here comes the second one here. This is a John McClane meets Rambo with a smart. Scientist behind who turns himself into a pickle. He kills bugs to use their brains and their arms as his new arms.
1: Doesn't he also use, utilize a rat at one point? He
0: does. He kills a rat with his pickle breath and turns around and uses the rat as protection of like armor that you would see in like some skeleton warrior He Man 80s shit. And he just basically just gets out of therapy doesn't believe in therapy, doesn't want to go to therapy, so instead he turns himself into a pickle. The adventures that he has during this, just classic, and really, just a great episode, one of the best there. Check it out, definitely. But, when you turn around and think about the progression of series, I've never seen something like this happen, where... I'm sure it's happened. You've turned around, and, and you made people wait. Because it's not just, you know, it's it's they started off with having the seasons, then they did that, you know, ABC Disney shit where we're going to do a a mid-season finale, come back and do the other five episodes. You're only putting out 50 episodes, this is what they got out right now. You don't have a movie, you got a couple of video games, you are a machine, you are the cartoon of this now, I guess, little era or this little run right now for the last five or six years or maybe seven years, whatever the situation is that they've been running now. You cannot produce something that is fucking that trash. I mean, even the guys at South Park produced, you know, the the specials. Uh seasons were a little shaky the last two seasons, but now being able to, you know, come up with the pandemic special and then the other special that they did for the vaccination special, they South Park still held their own, I believe.
1: Compared to Rick and Morty.
0: Yeah, I mean it's yeah. getting older. Family Guy is still doing it, American Dad is still putting out great episodes. And then this season is just. I know. It was
1: just. I think they like threw ideas to so the wall and decided to create like individual um stories. And tie into each other. That's what they did this season. Maybe next season we'll go back to the way it was beforehand where they kinda like flowed into each other.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh last thing I want to mention to you guys before we get out of here and enjoy the weekend. I hope everyone else does too. Be sure to follow us on the Majors of Social, Instagram and Twitter, Deacon and Co Show. Uh Deacon Co Show Gmail dot com. If you want to pick against the experts, uh for this week, next week, or the rest of the season, let us know what your thoughts are what on the game. Let. Russian. There you go. And uh, nay, we had a winner. Uh, Langdon P of West Hills, New York won the copy of Madden uh for knowing that I secretly inserted uh the EA Sports uh themes three times in there and uh I just wanted to see who was paying attention. He gave me the timestamp so thanks for being a fan. Appreciate you, Langdon, really do. And uh hope you enjoy the game cuz it's pretty fucking good game. But uh for now, guys, Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Deacon and A are out.